Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Apparently, we need to put a clock in the news booth. Because the show's supposed to start at 9.06, not 9.09. But, you know, it's Monday. We'll work those things out. It is Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian still on vacation. He will be back tomorrow. So you're stuck with just me. Uh, luckily, the show is three minutes shorter today, so for only 50 minutes, not the 54 minutes the show usually is. Uh, as you've heard throughout the morning, the confusion around COVID-19 in the state of New York continues. We've seen this not only with communication to the residents of New York, but we've seen this within with communication within elected leaders throughout the state. So to better get an understanding of what happened when it comes to masks in school today and just overall, what is still going on with COVID and the restrictions, we have Senator Rob Ort, the minority leader in the New York Senate. Uh, Senator Ort, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Uh, Okay, so Friday we got the news that the masks would be coming off or most likely coming off on Monday. And then yesterday afternoon, uh, we got word that no, even though it'll, it'll be 90 degrees today, uh, masks still permitted in schools. Uh, what happened? Well, well I, I don't know, because, you know, I, I'm saying out about it like a lot of other people. This is, we had called last week, if, for, for your listeners can remember, uh, I had penned a letter uh, probably, I think it was Thursday of last week, uh, asking the governor and the Department of Health to, you know, lift or ease those mask restrictions uh, that they were following from the CDC. I mean, as, as you probably remember, it even requires uh, kids to wear masks outdoors. I mean, literally, if they're outside in the 90-degree heat, they have to wear masks on. And, and we don't really require that of, of anyone else. So there was a lot there that I didn't think made sense. I know it's from the CDC, and I know that has become somewhat of gospel for some people. Uh, but, you know, it's guidance, right? It's 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 guidance, it's suggestions, uh, but obviously states are free to, uh, you know, come up with their own protocols that make sense. Uh, and clearly, that one did not. So we wrote the letter to the governor. Uh, the next day, or two days later, to my surprise, the governor uh, announced, the Department of Health announced that they were lifting 
uh, those restrictions, easing those restrictions, uh, and that was good news, uh, even though I thought uh, it was you know long overdue. Then all of a sudden, the, the, the state says, well, wait a second, we're waiting for a response from the Department of Health, which is really ridiculous because I don't ever remember the governor uh, waiting for the Department of Health under President Trump or waiting for anyone to tell him uh, what to do. Uh, so it, it seems to me uh, like they're confused internally on how to proceed here. Uh, this is why it is long overdue, and the legislature cannot leave this week, Joe. We cannot. This is our last week in session before we, we break. We cannot leave here continuing to allow Governor Cuomo to, to manage the pandemic, to make these determinations unilaterally once we leave session. That cannot go on. We have to fully rescind his pandemic powers. Let's get back to three branches. Let's get back to uh, some form of normalcy. If we're going to open up the economy, open up the state, let's open up our democracy again here in the state of New York. Let's get back to uh, three branches of government. This is what happens again when you have one person making all these decisions. So as it stands right now, because that's I have not heard this, as it stands right now in schools, not only do you have to wear a mask in the building, but if you are outside of the school, the mask has to remain on? That's, that's the CDC guidance, that outdoors uh, you, know, you should be masked as well. Or, or it makes no distinction between indoors and outdoors. And so... Um, the Department of Health had said, you know, they, they, uh, the other day that the, the if you're indoors and you're not vaccinated, they strongly encouraged mask wearing. If you were outdoors, there was no reason uh, that you had to have a mask. And if you're vaccinated, uh, so for the teachers, there's no, you know, you, you don't have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors, uh, which is kind of like, you know, what we've been dealing with for the last several weeks uh, across the state. And now here we are on Monday maybe the hottest day of the week. One of the real reasons we were pushing for this is because of the heat. Today, the hottest day of the week. And, uh, you know, they, they say, oh, wait a second. Uh, we didn't really mean we were lifting or easing them. We were writing letters to the CDC and hoping to get an answer back from them. I, I don't know, because the CDC is going to say, this is our guidance. Right? The CDC put out their guidance, and states can follow that or use that uh, how states see fit. It's not law. It's not in statute. Uh, the Department of Health, uh, the governor, has the ability to lift these, man- these restrictions, to ease them. I thought he did that. Uh, apparently, I was wrong. And, and again, it, it looked pretty embarrassing, I think, that even within his own administration or own decision-making of like one or two people, they can't seem to sort of get out of their own way uh, and get this right. Well, you know, Looking at the governor making these decisions, is there a way that the assembly, the Senate, could step in today and vote to have the mask mandate taken away at schools without any um, without any kind of approval by the governor? There, there, we could do a concurrent resolution today. Uh, I believe it would lift uh, or it would rescind the specific uh, order around uh, masks in schools. So the legislature could do that. Now, I, I'm not going to hold my breath or, or, or over-promise that that's going to happen. Should it happen? Yes. Will it happen? Uh, you know, that, that's, that's a different question or, or, or maybe has a different answer. But the point is, and we're going to be doing a press conference later today, calling on the legislature to not leave Albany without fully rescinding the governor's emergency pandemic powers. Uh, just the other day, I, I saw the Erie County legislature 
uh, rescinded or uh, pulling away uh, Erie County Executive Mark Polencars's, um emergency spending authority, um, which is sort of the equivalent at a local level of what uh, the governor has. Uh, if they're doing that at the local level, that's a sign that we should be doing the same thing statewide. Uh, the time has come. We should not leave here while leaving this governor in charge to make edicts like this and then you know, go back on them or change them, because what happens? People at the ground level get confused. Now you have teachers who are unsure, administrators who are unsure, parents who are unsure, and worst of all, you have kids uh, who are caught in the uh, political uh, confusion here. So uh, we should not leave here this week without fully rescinding the governor's emergency powers. And Rob, I know we've talked about this numerous times over the last two months, but every time we, we see the governor making decisions like this or something that he might be doing later today, extending some of those executive orders, I just go back to March when we were told, hey, that power's that power is being taken away from him and how every month we are reminded, no, he still has those same powers. Yeah, yeah, it it really is, uh, and people should remember that. That you know, there's nothing. It's, it's one thing if the legislature had not acted; that's bad enough. Uh, but you have acted and told the public that you're rescinding powers when really, in 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 a real practical sense, we did nothing of the sort. We have allowed. To, in fact, we extended, we extended the the time frame for which the governor can keep and use those emergency powers. They would have expired April 30th or April 31st uh, or end of April, uh, and instead we extended them beyond. And uh, what we're going to be calling is for the legislature to to officially declare an end to the state of emergency here in the state of New York uh, by concurrent resolution. And that, in effect, would end the governor's powers uh, because they are now tied with whenever the end of that state of emergency uh, comes. But we have no date for that. That could go on for the rest of the year. And to me, that would be unconscionable that we would leave here. We would go home. We would go back to our districts. We'd go on vacation. We'd do whatever we're going to do. And you would leave this governor in charge, able to make these kinds of edicts, uh, executive orders, uh, without approval of the legislature. And all the while, he's under multiple investigations. He's under an impeachment investigation. Uh, it would just be uncomfortable for the legislature to leave this week. And this is a great micro example of why. You know, and, and looking at this confusion from the masks, this isn't new over the last year plus of COVID. Why is it that it seems every time there is something to do with either lifting a COVID restrict- restriction or keeping one in place, there has been this confusion? And not only uh, to the residents of New York, but you're noticing the confusion within members of the assembly or within members of local governments within the state. Where is all this confusion coming from? Well, it emanates. From the executive, from the governor, because, you know, to your point about local, so we could go back to the vaccine rollout, or we can go back to some of the mandates that came out early in the early days of the pandemic. They were not communicated to your county executives. They were not communicated to your local, uh, your mayors and your, uh, your local elected officials. And that lack of communication was either willful or incompetent. Uh, but that is, was, again, when you have one person making all the decisions, then the nice thing is it's very easy to know who to blame. And you remember the governor said many months ago, I guess a year ago now, uh, you know, blame me. You know, if something's not happening, you don't like something, you can blame me. Well, we're going to blame him. I mean, that, 
the, the lack of it's almost it's almost you would think from a from a confusion standpoint should be simpler when you have one person making these decisions because there should be less confusion because there's less people involved in the decision making process. Uh, but clearly something happened uh, or somebody uh, got ahead of themselves or or whatever it was. I don't know if Howard Zucker maybe maybe he didn't ask the governor first or maybe who knows what happened. Uh, but clearly they they pumped the brakes on this uh, at the last second and it's caused a lot of confusion for parents and it also makes again it, it I think it it makes this whole thing look um, people are obviously tired of of all these restrictions they're tired of of checking their news feed to see whether they had to wear a mask in school whether they had to wear a mask at, at work or you know to see what the latest restriction is it up and I get food with a beer uh, when does that start what's the curfew all these things we we've, we've dealt with for the last year I think people are tired of it and when it comes to your children you you, you bet your butt you're going to be tired of it and you want to be you want clarity our schools deserve clarity our teachers deserve clarity and our kids deserves clarity, and that's the last thing we have right now. And it really lays at the doorstep of Governor Cuomo and his Department of Health. You know, I see a few texts uh, while we have you on, a few texts of parents saying, you know, with the heat the way it's been, I've decided today to take my uh, my kid out of school, not have them sit through an eight-hour day with a mask on. Do you think you're going to see more of that throughout the state this week? Uh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, the you know, first of all, parents – would have made that decision maybe last week, but they were told that it was being lifted. And then all of a sudden you're told, oh, no, it's not being lifted. And, and we have no way to know if it will be lifted at all this week. I mean, today's Monday, but what if the CDC doesn't respond today or doesn't respond tomorrow? You know, at some point uh, it's Wednesday and then Thursday and then the week's over. And, you know, you're looking at temperatures in the 90s today, uh, in the high 80s for much of the rest of the week. So, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of parents keep their kids out of school. If there's a remote option, which most of these schools at this point obviously have, yeah, why would you, if they were remote in January, you know, why would you send them to school in 90-degree heat when they got to have a mask on um, uh, the whole time? So I don't blame parents for making that decision. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's their prerogative. Uh, but they shouldn't have to make that decision, you know, because that carries with it maybe challenges for certain parents, right? Some parents don't even have that option because they have to go to work, uh, they got you know they don't have somewhere to, to maybe uh, someone to watch their their child at home, make sure they're doing their work. So that's the, that's the real challenge for the parents. They can do it great, but for a lot of parents, they don't have that option, and their kid or their their, their daughter or their son is going to be you know sitting in a sweltering classroom, um, sweating with with you know wearing these masks when the rest of us don't have to, and when I think that this guidance just simply doesn't make a whole lot of sense either scientifically or from a consistency standpoint. So uh, the right thing was to do what they did on Friday uh, and, and, you know, heed my request. And now here we are a couple of days later and they're backtracking. And uh, it really is, it really is embarrassing uh, if you're a resident of New York state. And as a state Senator, I will tell you, it's embarrassing uh, to me. So Rob, before I let you go, uh, explain. So at the end of this week, there is a recess in Albany. Uh, how long does that go for? So normally, when we are uh, when we are recessed uh, out of out of session, that is we are done. Get, historically, that we are done for the year. Now this year, um, you know, as far as Albany, we're done for the year. As far as actual, you know, coming in and uh, and and passing bills here in the state capitol, I would tell your listeners, and I say this with no tongue in cheek, 
yeah, that, that's probably a good thing for the people in New York. If we're out of here, uh, we're not able to do any more damage uh, at this point. But I will tell you, you know, with the remote, uh, with, with Zoom and remote, um, we can be called back in rather quickly. So in other words, if something comes up, uh, I suspect you could see a remote session uh, for legislators who, who want to take advantage of that. Obviously, you could also drive into Albany. But it may make, it may make um, uh, a future session this year easier to accomplish, whereas in the past, Joe, you know, it, it, it would take like an act of God to get the legislature back in Albany once they were, once they were recessed. So, um, so once we are out this week, that could be it for the rest of the year, or we could reconvene at some point uh, in the summer or the fall. State Senator Rob Ort, I thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks, Joe. That is State Senator Rob Ort, the minority leader in the state Senate. And as you heard from him, you can you can hear the frustration. And I think that frustration is echoed throughout so many people here in New York State who heard one thing on Friday and then late yesterday or late yesterday afternoon. Let's be fair. Late yesterday afternoon uh, heard. Yeah, what you were talking about all weekend and I know this for a fact, what teachers in school districts were talking about all weekend. Uh, yeah, ignore that. Uh, we're going to just stick with the masks on Monday. So any plans you made, never mind. We are going full mask Monday, and you know maybe we'll come back to this, maybe not. And, and it's a script we have seen so many times. Uh, I think of the last time we had Senator Ort on this show, it was talking about how they were set to let the food with drink mandate expire, and then... Late that night, they decided, you know, uh, not they, the governor decided, you know what, we're going to keep that mandate on. Now, that has since uh, been removed, uh, but it's that communication, that confusion uh, that we have seen so much of here during the COVID-19. So much of this confusion uh, that really does not need to be there. It's not fair to the people of uh, New York State, for sure. 803-0930, if you have something to say about this mask confusion or the overall COVID confusion in New York State, I'd like to hear from you. It's Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. It is Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, Brian on vacation. He'll be back tomorrow talking about the mask confusion, or as I'm calling it, the mass confusion, because it has been nothing but confusion here in New York State, and not just with the residents of New York State, but when you're asking elected officials at a local level or at the state level, and they don't 100% know the answer, there's obviously a communication issue with the governor and the rest of the state. 803-0930, if you'd like to talk about that. I had an interesting thought over the weekend, and I thought I would share it with you. So uh, not really on topic. We'll get back on topic in a second. But you ever hit that point Um, at a certain age, and maybe I'm waiting way too late to hit that point, where you just, you realize that you need to grow up. Have you ever, have you ever hit this? 30, I'm 32 years old, and I'm finally realizing, you know what, Joe, maybe it's time to grow up. And let me explain. So, you know, uh, you're at a, maybe a party, or you're at a get-together, and you're having a conversation, and it turns into the deal you got, on something at a grocery store. Oh, you got that for 150? Well, I got it for 125. And I would just sit there and go, this, this is what we're talking about? You know, Jacob DeGrom pitched an awesome game yesterday and we're talking about the deal we got on groceries. And then later on, I think, you know what, Joe? Maybe it's just that you need to stop thinking like an 18 year old and start actually acting like you're 32. And I'm wondering, am I the only one that has these realizations after the fact? You know, like, eh, maybe it's time to start acting like an adult. Maybe it's not, maybe don't complain about the adult conversations. You are almost 33. Maybe it is time to have those adult conversations. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I had that thought over the weekend. I thought I'd share it with you. But we are talking about the mask and mask mandates. We talked with um, Rob Orton in the first segment. If you missed that, it is on demand at WBEN.com and on the Odyssey app as soon as we are done here. Uh, But schools getting a lot of focus again. And let's be honest, schools should be getting the focus. It is, we are talking about our children. We are talking about the future and, uh, you know, a year, two years of this kind of hybrid education or all remote education. And no, I don't mean two full years. I mean, we are going on a full school year and a half if we go back to last March. And it's still a big question mark. You've got some schools that say, hey, we're going to have that remote option starting up next year. Um, You know, even though we look at our case numbers, A, we know that the virus on most cases is not harmful is not does not have the how do I word this without getting called out? Uh, we know the effects of COVID on children are not the same as COVID effects on adults in most cases. Remember, when we first were talking about slowly getting kids back to school, the concern was that the children would bring the virus home to the adults or to the grandparents, 
And that was the issue. That was the issue we were having. But now, obviously, there are there there are children with compromised immune systems, and we have to you know we have to look out for them, of course, and we have to have programs for them if they can't go back to the school building. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't want it to be taken uh, any other way. But our main focus should be getting kids back in school. And for most districts, we have kids at some capacity back in school. And now we're being told, you know, three feet distance. We're talking about buildings that are going to be really hot this week with the temperature outside getting close to 90. The state saying, you know what, we are going to to lift that. And New York would be one of the last states to lift that. Look over the look around the country, you know, over the weekend. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I like to look on Instagram a lot. Okay. A lot of, a lot, you can get a good uh, idea of what's going on around uh, the country, around the world on Instagram. I use it for a lot of sports stuff cause you can see the sports clips, uh, but you know, I also follow, um, other accounts and I saw over the weekend, DJ Pauly D from Jersey shore was DJ in a prom, a high school prom. The place was completely packed, not a mask to see. Seemed like everyone was having a great time. And then here in New York, we're still debating, can kids take their masks off in school when it's 90 degrees outside? Can those schools have activities at the end of the year like they usually do? What's the guidance for those activities? And again, this isn't, you know, hey, I want to know so I can, you know, this is, we're two weeks away from the end of the school year. It'd be nice to know what, guidance we have for these you know end of the year activities for these goodbye to the senior activities for graduation it would be nice if the school could get guidance the school i'm sorry the state would get guidance in order so a we know how to handle the last two weeks of school very important two weeks for some students with exams and everything And then Friday to come out and say, this is what we're going to do. Again, it's the same, just like I said last segment, it is the same script. And it's making it, people are sick and tired of it. You know, you want to laugh at conspiracy theorists. You want to laugh at people questioning everything. But you're, you're you're the people, and I'm talking to the governor's office, you're the ones putting the questions into people's heads. With the confusion, the confusing language, with the saying you're going to get rid of a restriction and then not getting rid of it, like having mandates that mean nothing, like you did for so many months with the food with drink mandate. So you want to, you want to point the finger and laugh at people that question COVID nineteen, question certain things about the virus, and I'm not going to say that you should question anything when it comes to the virus. But you're the one putting questions in people's head. You're the, you're the reason people don't trust government. It's because of the way the governor's office is acting. That's why you have so many people that don't trust the government, don't trust the vaccine. And again, I would urge anyone to get the vaccine, but that is your decision. That is your personal decision. But you want to know why people have so many questions when it comes to our government. All you have to do is look at the state of New York. And look at the way Governor Cuomo has handled this. And look at the way that Democrats in Albany, who promised to take away his executive powers, didn't and still refused to. And will still let him make these decisions. 
and again, you want to keep masks on kids in school? We wouldn't even be talking about this today if on Friday you didn't say starting Monday this was going to be able to happen. And then you send school districts and parents into a weekend of planning. Okay, is my kid going to go to school with or without a mask on? It's going to be hot next week, as Senator Ort said. It's going to be hot this week. Maybe a parent could have planned, hey, you know, my kid's not going to be in school the first few days next week. It's going to be too hot with that mask on. Uh, I'll plan for, um, for them to be home. But then on Friday, you say, no, you know what? We're getting rid of that. We're going to keep the three-foot distance. As the CDC say, it's going to be beautiful outside. We'll be able to have windows open. Uh, kids will be outside for, for gym class and stuff like that. So you know what? It, we think it'll be safe with the way we can flow the air to have masks off in school. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense to any reasonable person. And then mid-Sunday, to say that's not going to happen anymore. It's just, I think it's unaccept- an unacceptable way to handle this, but that's what we've been used to for the last 15 months. We're talking about schools now, but think of business owners. You might be a business owner listening and how frustrating it has been to put up with these restrictions. And I'm not saying early on in the pandemic or even when you were first able to open, but now, as cases are at an all-time low, as people are getting vaccinated, as, as other states are completely open. You know, you watch the Blue Jays playing downtown. And it's awesome that here in Buffalo we have a Major League team playing, and everyone should take the advantage of going to see uh, Major League Baseball in Buffalo. Who knows when we'll see top-tier professional baseball? Because the Bisons are professional baseball. I do get a little upset when people say that. The Bisons are professional baseball. The Blue Jays are top tier of the professional baseball, but the Blue Jays, we have professional baseball every year here in Buffalo. AAA is professional. It's just they're playing their way to the top tier, what we have right now here in Buffalo. And everyone should take advantage of it. My point is, of course, you bring up baseball and I have to make a baseball note. My point is, you look at, at Salem Field and you have, what, six, 7,000 in the stands. You see all the empty seats. And then I turn on, I've got the MLB network on here in the studio right now. You can see I'm right on top of current events. And you see that the stadium is packed in Texas. And by the way, the Rangers, not the best team in baseball, but you got a packed stadium. You look at the Braves, they're, they've got sellout crowds. You look all around the NHL playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights had a sellout game last week. Full 100% capacity. Masks off in Vegas. Yes, I always go back to Vegas as my examples. But you see these states, they've completely opened. They're letting businesses do what they want. If the business requires a mask, the business requires a mask. But not here in New York State. We've kept these restrictive rules in effect. We've let the governor continue to expand them, to renew them. And it just goes on top of already what was a bad state to do business in. Let's be honest. New York was never the most business-friendly state. And now you add these COVID restrictions, you know, and there are still a lot over these business owners that could get extended uh, today, by the way. They're up to expire. If you're a restaurant owner, you had months of this food with drink mandate. And what science backed that up? You know, we were told to believe the science. 
We were also told, and Senator Ort reminded us, we were also told that uh, Andrew Cuomo early on in this said, if you if anything you know goes wrong, if, if, if I'm wrong about anything, blame me. We haven't heard that over the last few months. I haven't heard Governor Cuomo, A, take blame. It's funny, in June of 2021, he still wants to blame Trump, who's been out of office for six months. Uh, so that's a tactic he's still going with. Uh, but he's not... He's not using the blame me line anymore. I haven't heard that. But we're talking about kids now. And again, schools, the most important. But if you're a business owner out there, you know how difficult it has been to follow these restrictions. And I want to make it clear. I'm not against early COVID restrictions when we first opened, social distance, when there wasn't a vaccine, when cases were at an all-time high. Okay, You're not going to get an argument from me when it comes to that time. But it's not that time. It's June 2021. We're bragging about these cases having an all-time low in New York State. Yet, you know what? I go on Darien Lake's website. Not that many concerts this year. I go to Florida. I go to even Virginia. Let's let's take a blue state, for example. I, I look at Virginia. Concerts lining up. Tours going through Virginia. Guess what? Not a lot of tours coming through New York State. And why would they? This is a question I meant to ask uh, Senator Ord. I'll have to ask him next time. But why would they? Think of the money this state is going to lose this summer. The venues are going to lose another summer because the state cannot just let go of these restrictions. While we see other states around the country in other blue states, it's, not, it's no longer a red versus blue state when it comes to COVID restrictions. Believe me, I know a lot of things are red versus blue in 2021. But when it comes to COVID restrictions, we're not talking red versus blue state anymore. For crying out loud, Illinois is getting rid of all the restrictions Friday. Illinois is a pretty blue state, by the way. I don't know. Not sure you, you've looked at, the, at a map lately. Illinois is a pretty blue state. They're getting rid of their restrictions June 11th. Here in New York State, no metric, no date. And then we tease you. New York State's the best tease. Friday will tell you you're going to do this. You get excited. You have people working through the weekend. They get a plan, a safe plan for children just for the state on Sunday afternoon, which I guess, hey, we can take one positive out of this. Our governor's working on Sunday. I mean, if you want to take that positive. But how is this acceptable to anyone? And, you know, you'll go on social media and you'll have you'll have people that are on the left side of the aisle saying, oh, they want to put our kids in a maskless school. No, we want to follow the science. Right. That's what that's that's their favorite line. We want to follow the science and you have open windows. You have air flowing. You have mostly vaccinated teachers. You have in high school, you're going to have vaccinated children and you're going to have. You're going to have the younger population that we have been told and that science has shown this virus is not the issue that it is with adults. And again. If we're talking about a child with a compromised immune system, that's a different conversation. Obviously, we need to protect those children. But we're, we're looking at overall kids being left out of school. And now this week, two weeks left in the school year. And again, if we're talking Joe Beamer in school, those last two weeks were pretty important because I had to do pretty good on those exams. <laughs> okay? If we're going to be honest, these could, these could be very important weeks for a lot of children 
a lot of teenagers getting ready for their exams, maybe their last two weeks before college. And you know what? Are you going to go sit in the classroom for eight hours with a mask on, 90 degrees? And let me ask it a different way. If you're in that classroom with the mask on, it's 90 degrees in an unair conditioned building. How much of that information are you really taking in? I wasn't the best note taker in the world, as if you've listened to me for more than five minutes, you know, you know, my, uh, I'm, I'm not the, I wasn't the best student. Not the best note taker. I can talk for hours. Believe me, to the annoyance of many. I can talk for hours. Not the best note taker. And I can't imagine being in a classroom with the mask on, no AC, maybe a slight breeze from the window being open, and trying to concentrate again. If that's the way it was going to be, you had a week in the plan for a hot week with masks on. But the state, just more and more confusing language. And I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. Just like I don't think Governor Cuomo is going to hand over his, uh, his emergency powers anytime soon. And it doesn't look like Democrats in Albany or enough Democrats in Albany are going to force him to do so, are going to take those powers away from him. So here we are, another summer, where every day we have to see what is Governor Cuomo going to let us do. And we can look at Salem Field, the Blue Jays playing outside. And we've been told, even if you're not vaccinated, being outside is one of the safest, uh, safest environments you can be in. And we have a, baseball sta- a beautiful baseball stadium downtown with top-tier baseball playing at least for another few weeks. But, you know... Only six or 7,000 tickets can be sold. I really hope that is not the case in September. But when you see your favorite, your favorite musician, your favorite artist on tour this summer, don't bet on them to be in Buffalo. Don't bet on them to be in New York State unless they were already scheduled to be here. Because I don't see anyone taking that risk with the confusing COVID-19 policies we have had here in New York State. And you know what? As much as there are a lot of acts I'd like to see, I can't blame them. I cannot blame them for not wanting to take that risk. Why would you want to put that money out to bring a tour to New York State when you know any second the governor can say on Friday, yeah, your tour can come 10 hours before. You know what? Never mind. I don't think it's safe. Yeah, you know what? I'd probably skip New York State too. All right, thank you so much for joining me. Brian is back tomorrow. David Bellavia is up next. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Enjoy this beautiful weather we have here. The best summers. Hey, we can complain about New York State's COVID policies all we want, but Buffalo, Western New York, we have the greatest summers of them all. I hope you enjoy them. We'll talk to you tomorrow. David is next on WBEN. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.